hey y'all welcome to the real time with kimberly marie and bianca rachel welcome back y'all welcome back and shout out to everybody who wished me a happy birthday i love every single one of y'all especially b rochelle who was doing the countdown i was like okay girl thank you all i love y'all and 35 is feeling you know it's feeling oh so fine oh yeah but i do need y'all to say a, a quick prayer we need to pray dmx look look oh yeah we need to pray for dmx but we also need to pray. oh it's not who you was gonna say i was gonna say this weekend make sure there ain't no rain in chicago because i'm trying to have some fun in chicago so we can girl i really thought you're gonna be like let's take a moment no we're gonna we're gonna, we gonna do that but i just need y'all to pray for no rain in chicago because i just want to enjoy my my weekend you get what i'm saying i'm not asking for too much bianca am i I'm asking, I'm asking. Nah, you're not asking. I'll be minding my business, Lord. So I need you to really come through. But she be semi-minding her business. Anyway, but serious and all seriousness, we need the God of Lamar Odom. Because this is the only story that I can really think of that, like, literally. Remember, because Lamar Odom went through the same thing where he remember he was at the Bunny Ranch. He was doing drugs. He OD, they say he had, remember he had all those strokes, right. all those heart right. attacks, and people literally said he was going to die, like, it's no way he can recover, and now we see Lamar Odom out there doing TikToks on Instagrams. I mean, yeah. So we need, we need the same prayers, the same miracle Lamar Odom had. We need that for DMX because DMX, and you know what, I'm going to say this right now. We don't need the new generation to be disrespected. Legends. So let's go ahead and just do that right now. I'm going to say because like DMX was. Talking about something he didn't have any fans. Talking about DMX was my shit. They said like, he didn't have no fans, and I'm thinking, is this the same DMX who 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 had five or, or what four to five platinum albums back to back? I'm not I'm not talking about right. I'm not ta- I'm talking about back to back to back to back to back. This can't be the same DMX who 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 said y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here. That was my jam up in here. And once I learned all the words of that song, you couldn't tell me shit <laughs> like. Couldn't tell me nothing. Walking down the hall in school, I'd be like, up in here. And they'd be like, what? What? I mean, we was just going hard. Like, that song, oh, my God. Like, So we need all the prayers. I was upset when I saw that. So we we need all the prayers because he hasn't received all his flowers. And I honestly... I didn't realize he was still doing drugs. Like, well, I thought he was on the road to recovery, I should say. And I know you can always relapse. But. He looked really good and nice and fat and, and like, like he was eating all his food when he did the verses this summer. He looked really good. Not this summer, last year. Last year. He did it. No, was it this year or last year? But whenever he did the verses, I think maybe last year with uh, yeah, it was last year with Snoop Dogg. When he did the verses, he looked really good. Like it looked like he right. He looked like yeah. He was back. Looked like he was back healthy. You know, taking care of his body. I don't know. People have relapses. They have Mm -hmm. situations that happen. Battling drug addiction since he was like fourteen. Right. But he also had a really rough. Mm -hmm rough upbringing like even when he got in the industry he said that he was like 
you know, the people around me, you know, that I thought was riding with me got me hooked on shit. No, I mean, the way he even started taking drugs, as everybody knows, he smoked weed, he liked weed. He always said, I've always, you know, but weed is weed. But then he said that one of his friends laced his joint. And from there, it was like a ongoing cycle because you got to always think somebody who's already broken, somebody who's already going through shit, somebody's always going through stuff. And then you go and give them a dependent, you get what I'm saying? Something right. they can depend on that. that, that so, uh, you know, I, to that friend, I hope you know no peace. Hope you. I'm, I'm just really waiting to see where they're just like DMX is fine. Yeah, you know, he's I back really on the road to recovery. Like seriously, I I send all positive vibes out there. So I know he had a prayer visual at in front of the hospital uh, this week, and I really am praying, praying, because we already lost Sicily. I wanted her to hold on for like. Two, three more years. Yeah, I really didn't want her to hold on forever, but at least I'm about to say, I'm not gonna say two, three more years. I just wanted her to give me like three more years so I could just think in my head one day I was gonna meet her and hug her, right? And you know, she was on my list of people to meet, like, no lie. Like, I, yeah, so I'm not like him. I'm gonna say hold on forever. So that's why I said, uh, Sydney Portier, I'm gonna need you to hold on because I'm obsessed with your work. So I need to at least like shake Sydney Portier's hand and be like, Sydney, thank you. <laughs> you know, and cry. Cause you know how when you meet somebody, like they showed a video, some uh um uh, uh Rihanna went to the Asian, like, Stop Asian Hate March they had in New York, and she was talking to, like, this boy, and she had a mask on, she had a hat on, and and sunglasses, and, and oh, she wow. had braids, she had, like, long braids, and this boy was like, oh, and, and he was like, well, give me your Instagram, and she was like, okay, I'm trying, he was like, no, you can click on my screen, I don't care, she was like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use, I have long nails, so I can't do it, and she pulled up her page, and he was like, this is, this is you, <laughs> wait, what? He was like, is this really you? <laughs> and the guy was like, do I really believe this? And you could tell, like, right. like, I'm not going to take off all my clothes because these people are, like, minding, my, minding their business right now because right. you could, because people were having, like, she had a security guard, but she didn't really need them because really nobody knew who she well, was. Well, with the mask, it's easy to blend in. Yeah, because she had the mask on, she had the glove, uh, you know, the uh, sunglasses, the hat, and she had long braids. So it's like, Unless you're just looking at, you know, you know, all Rihanna tattoos, you're like, only thing I'm right, which I mean, they're not ex- uh, exclusive to Rihanna's body. So. Yeah. If anything, I would have been like, oh, well, well, can you follow me? Right. <laughs> can I get a follow for a follow? And can you uh, give me some of that, 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 that uh, Fenty, that Fenty beauty? Oh, that glow. Oh. Can you go ahead and give me all of that? Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. that's what i need but wait let me let me tell y'all y'all and kim knows this but i'm gonna hop into my rant i went to chick-fil-a we all know i love chick-fil-a lens over i can go ham um so i i I stopped going to the drive-thru you know like with the pandemic and everything i kind of just sit in my car type in what i want you know pay to click to pay and then have them bring it out to the car well so there was there wasn't a lot of cars, but I guess there was a number of cars, and I'm assuming, which I hate making assumptions because you know I look like an ass, but it wasn't new. Um, 
I'm assuming that they were like running behind. So the guy comes up and you know, most of the time, uh, my windows are tinted. I'll, I'll go ahead and throw that out there. They're like literally one tent from being the 5% tent, you know? So he tapped on my window, girl, oh child, when I tell you, I was like, not Chick-fil-A doing the tap on my window, like the cop tap too, like the you got mad because he tapped on your window because you were you with your now now just be honest no no what I was be honest before before you was your head in your phone no I was paying attention but how did you like people like I was on the phone with my uncle but I was paying attention because I saw him walk up and I was trying to unlock the window so I could roll it down Mm, too slow no it's not too slow home skilling how long did you have him sitting there. He's for two seconds. Literally, like to go. Two seconds. Don't be tapping on my window. Look, if I'm gonna tell the police not to tap on my window, you know I'm gonna tell you not to tap on my window. You was just Chick Fil A. Don't tap on my window. Period. Like I was like, damn, did he really just tap on my window? And then he asked. He was so like not the typical Chick Fil A. Like you know, they're normally like, "Hi, when did you place your order?" He was like, did you place your order yet? How long you been waiting? I was like, damn, Jerome, don't be roughing me up over here in Chick-fil-A. Wait, I don't, wait, okay, I'm confused. What's going on with your Chick-fil-A? Because usually they don't come to your car until you order. Well, that's what I said. Oh, well, well, why are you ordering when you get there? Why are you not ordering like before? What? I'm confused. Because usually- oh, I just do- normally sit there and order. But Norm, that's why I said I think they were backed up because he was tapping on like everyone's window asking them like, when did you place your order? Uh, How long have you been waiting? So like, I'm assuming, like I said, I don't know, but I'm assuming they were backed up and that's why he did that. But nonetheless, like I was shook if like, not only did you come and tap on my window, you know, police tapping and, girl. you know, <laughs> but I mean like, damn, like I didn't even get like a, hi, welcome to Chick-fil-A. How are you? He had to get. I gotta, How many cars were there? Uh, in the curbside pickup, there was only like maybe six or seven cars. He didn't have no time. Which isn't a lot. He didn't have no time for all that. How you doing? But I do have a question. What is your Chick Fil A order? Ooh, girl, just tell it. Ooh, so it depends. During Lent, girl, no, we don't need the Lent. We need the every day because lynn is only a small portion at the beginning of the year we're talking about your everyday chick-fil-a order like i said during lynn it's two large fries with a coke no ice or half lemonade half sweet tea no ice or light ice it just depends how i'm feeling um now on a regular it is the number three which is the 12 count I want them fried, not grilled, six barbecue sauce, a large fry, a large Coke, or a large half sweet tea, half lemonade. A large what? Sweet tea, half lemonade. Or a large what? Coke, you said? Or, yeah, or a large Coke. Who are you drinking a large Coke for? No dark colored sodas. Sprite. I'm not not drinking Sprite. You upgrading to the large fry? Yeah, because... I do the large fry, but I keep my see. I do the large fry and keep my drink the same. No, I mean it's already calories. I'm just gonna up it all, especially in the summertime. And just just make my drink large, like nothing else. No, no, no Chick Fil A sauce, no sriracha. No, I don't like it. No. Have you ever had this Chick Fil A? 
Yes, I have. I don't like. Have you ever had sweet the sriracha? The sweet the sweet sriracha. I don't like so. No, no, no. Have you ever had? Why it? are you acting like this? No, but I'm saying, have you ever had it to know you don't like it? I have tried all Chick Fil A sauces. I so you, the you just said no. You I just like. said no. You haven't tried the sriracha sauce. No, I've tried all the Chick Fil A sauces. I've tried. And all. you stuck me, like and you and you and you landed on barbecue. Look, and it took me a long time, a long time to like that barbecue because I don't know for y'all who are like avid Chick Fil A eaters like I am, but they changed the barbecue uh, sauce formula like a few years back, and I was livid. What? I was, I remember that barbecue because I'm it's not. like a. It's like a peppered barbecue sauce or something like that. And before it was just barbecue sauce. So it had like a little like different tang and like like kick to it. And I was like, uh, where is the regular plain Jane barbecue sauce? You know, they're like, oh, we're getting a new one. I was like, y'all didn't send out a survey about no new barbecue sauce. Like, Child. I told you Child. <laughs> now, you know, I can't believe that you think that the barbecue sauce is top. So when you first started eating that Chick-fil-A, you didn't start off with Polynesian? Because I feel like everybody... No, I, no, I do not like Polynesian on no level. <laughs> do not bring me a fucking Polynesian. I'm talking about when you first but... started Chick-fil-A. Did you did the first sauce you tried was a Polynesian? Because you... No, that's like, I'm you like, know... I'm like your typical black person. I'm going to stick to some barbecue. No. You not, can't fuck up barbecue. I don't know nobody who go to Chick-fil-A and get... But my niece who go get the barbecue because to me well y'all i'm gonna I'm be honest y'all y'all want a good mind do y'all want to know my chick-fil-a order no not really because i am a uh i you know i'm very economical kim is the worst chick-fil-a order and i'm gonna tell you why after she tells go, tell us your chick-fil-a order kim go ahead my chick-fil-a order is simple my chick-fil-a order is the kids meal six count I get kids meal six count. I get who's getting full off that? Me. Who? I get no. Let me. Tell you, I get full <laughs> off of it. Athletes. I have a kids meal six count with a lemonade. And let me tell y'all something. I get a kids meal six count with a lemonade, and I get no toy. I get the ice dream. I get my ice cream. Yes, give me my drink. Give my little. Wait. So do they give you a cone? Like, do they? They give you a cup. Because you, you know it's to go. So I. They give you a cup, but you can't get the cone oh. if you're in store. But you know, ain't nobody in oh, store. Okay. So I know. Wait, so if you're not in store, you can't get the cone before the pandemic. Could you get the cone? You can um go. With, I'm pretty sure you can get it through the um drive through, but I don't want a cone. So you know, when I'm driving, you know what I'm saying. I never really wanted a cone. It's easier to eat than a cup. No, it's not. It's, it's in a, a cup. You gotta hold that, hold the steering wheel. And well, why are you eating ice cream? Why? Why are you driving? I don't eat ice cream. Am I gonna eat? Unless so you let it milk? But if I'm eating, a, if I'm if I'm getting ice cream, if I'm getting, if I'm at DQ and I'm getting like four ice cream, and I know I can't eat it before I get home, I'm gonna pull over and eat my ice cream. I'm not gonna drive with ice cream in my hand. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but anyway, y'all, I'm getting, the only one. I'm getting the, the kids Chick Fil A, uh, six count, and I'm getting the fries. And I asked for a special fries because I'm gonna know I want my fries fresh. It's my one thing I like. And let me tell y'all something. I get the sweet uh the sriracha and i also get the chick-fil-a sauce and i get me a plate when i get Hell home you mix them i get my let me tell you something when i get i get my I get my plate when i get home i put my fries at the bottom i put my chicken at the top and i drizzle both sauces and i mix it on up and i go home and i get some fresh ground pepper i get some fresh ground pepper and then that's just me i be eating it with my little fork and yeah 
Look, I get full off the little kids' meal. You're the only one, Pooh, because uh, I'm hungry just listening to it. I, I'm missing six nuggets. And if I get, and because, and if I get, and if I, and if I really am hungry, I'll add a side salad, the kale salad, or I'll do the you know actual Ew. side salad that they have because the side salad they have. Y'all sleeping on Chick Fil A salad? The Chick Fil A salad really is good, though. I, I'm not gonna lie. Chick Fil A, uh, they have a grilled chicken salad. Yes, the it's actually, one? yeah, it's really good. It it is so filling. It is so good. Yeah. And that spicy avocado. It used to be like a spicy, yeah, spicy avocado, avocado ranch. Dressing. Yeah, now that that right there. No, no, the ranch. avocado ranch is not spicy. It's the salsa one that's spicy, but I don't like that one. That one nasty. No, there's a spicy ranch. Well, there was once upon a time, like a spicy. It was something spicy, but it had avocado in it. Or maybe I mixed two, but I'm pretty sure it was just like a spicy avocado. Because I ain't mixing two dressings. That's well, you much. are because it's the spicy, the avocado dressing is not spicy. I don't think I like the spicy salsa one, though. It's nasty to me. I don't even know. They could really discontinue it. I don't know. Now I'm going to have to go to Chick-fil-A again and, and see. But I know this. Kim does not check if there's enough sauces in the bag before she pull off. That's not... You talking about Liz. That's not true at all. No, no, no. You must... You lying. You talking about Liz because let me tell you something about me. Because I feel like Nope. You brought Chick-fil-A to the house one time and there was not enough barbecue sauce. And I That's not, that, that girl, you are lying on my name. Y'all, yeah, this girl lying on my name. I always, matter of fact, I asked for extra sauce. Even on my niece and nephew meal who don't even like no sauces, I'd be like, what's the right They'll eat it dry? Well, my nephew, no. he says he's allergic to ketchup. He said he's allergic to whipped cream. We know that's not true. We'll find out more when he's an adult. He's allergic, <laughs> he's allergic to ketchup. He's allergic to whipped cream. He's allergic to what else did he say he was allergic to? I think it was like avocado. He was like, I'm allergic to it. I'm like, you've never even had an avocado. He was like, I'm I mean, at the rate he going, he might as well say he's allergic to school. Because I'm going to be with you on that one. I'm, I'm more apt to believe that one than anything. Girl, he just frowns every time. I'm like, you got to do your schoolwork. I don't blame him because I was like that too. But you but know, y'all, you know what I wasn't frowning at. Let me tell y'all something. What for all of y'all who was blessed to join the verses oh, on Sunday? Woo! Let me tell y'all something. I don't know what kind of juice or vitamins. Run Isley's been taken, but he was looking like a salt and pepper king. Right? He aged so damn well. <laughs> Run Isley. I was one of those people who found myself drooling over Ron. Now, I saw him. I saw him. He did age well. And I was impressed. <laughs> but I was like, you know, good black don't crack. That money, baby. You didn't put it in all the right places because you look good, honey. Run was looking good, girl. Somebody salt and pepper, daddy. I almost was like, uh. I'm not gonna lie to you. I saw him, and I didn't even get to enjoy all the verses because uh, Steve Harvey was talking too much. Like, god damn, he was talking too much. Like, well, from what I hear, like, because you know. So I was annoyed. 
I was. Usually how the verses go, you play your songs, you know, all like that. And one thing I was loving about Earth, Wind, and Fire, that was, and I, the brothers, they was giving you vocals. They was giving you, they was. They still sound good. They really do. And uh, yeah. uh, Vert, uh, what, Verding? I think his name is Verding. He had the hair pressed, baby. The hair was laid from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Let me tell you I something. Like... He's all, but you know, I was missing a good curl. I was missing, because it was Easter. So I had expected I expecting a curl, but when I say I expected a little bump. But let me tell y'all something how usually verses go if you don't know, if you if if you've been living underneath a rock, you go and you play your songs and all this stuff. And some, you know, over the years we've been doing over the you know, months we've been doing them live, people have been singing them. This is why you got to have the vocal ability to do a verses because you will be dry. But you know the old school because we said the same thing when you know Aretha was on. They um, what did I say, Aretha? No, yeah, I'm like, huh? You mean Patty? Yeah, girl. Wait, I, now you're not gonna disrespect the queen. Now. I'm not saying it's no disrespect to, to Aretha because she's the queen. Disrespect. But you got to know Patty's name. It was Patty versus Gladys. I know, but I was talking about vocals, and I was gonna oh, say. Yeah. The vocals with the older generation, like that was genuine vocals because they can be, you know, with any music on singing, they still gonna sing it like and they're gonna sound like they record, like they don't need nothing in the background, they don't need, you know, mm -hmm. okay, you can play that, you can play the instrumental, they don't need none of that. And they sound, and you'd be like, damn, you really sound like that. That's why I said Aretha because when I thought about like vocals <laughs> that always sound the same. She did always sound the same. She sounded good. I won't lie. I love Aretha. Well, they all sound good, the, the old school generation. But I mean, they do. But that's why I initially said Aretha, because that's who came to my mind when I was thinking of, like, vocals that always smack. Like, that in my mind. Yeah. She came. Well, apparently Steve wanted to be the MC for the night. And, I, and you know, let me tell you something. I've said it several times. Steve Harvey kind of get on my nerves. He'll be talking a little too much. he be... Thank you. He be doing Thank and, you. And he was doing just that. He was giving us the good old faithful uncle at the barbecue that you try to that ignore you shut because the fuck you up. know they're gonna be talking, talking, talking because that's what they uh do best. So um they don't know how to shut the hell up. So anyway, um Steve that's what it was. when they took their break, he got a little talking to by Swiss Beats. And was told all them stories after every song ain't gonna be what's hot. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, because because later on you could tell he felt felt away because first he was just okay, let me go with it, and then he said y'all gonna try to tell me. Either he was looking at he was listening, he was shading Swiss beats, or he was shading Twitter, or he was shading shading a combination of both because he said y'all youngins don't like the people that be talking, and I like I'm a talk, I'm a talk. People doing good at first, but let me tell y'all something. When they came back for the second half. Steve, you could have kept on your outfit. But when they came back for the second half, what? everybody he changed outfits? Everybody had an outfit change. Steve had an outfit change. Girl, Ron Isley, the Isley brothers had an outfit change. Eric went at fire had an outfit change. Cause I know Ron, when you came out there in that chinchilla, it got a little hot for you. Cause, oh. I, cause I, girl, he came out in a chinchilla. He said, part the seat. I'm here. <laughs> Now tell me this, because I saw it on Instagram, and I want to know if it's true. Did they cut out R. Kelly's part in the song? 
You well, he just didn't play it. Like he played all the oh. song and then just stopped at the R. Kelly part. Because I mean, at the end of the day, that is run. You we have to say that's what kind of brought the Isley brothers. And we're not going to say that they were, you know, not, but bottom back on the map well, for the younger they, generation, that, yeah. for the exactly. younger generation, because they were already on the map. Because y'all got to understand the songs shout. I mean, imagine the royalties out of sh- off a shout. Shout. Frank, shut up. Can't you see two men is talking? <laughs> but I'm saying, think about those royalties with shout. Could you see shout everywhere? That song shout. You know you make me want to shout. Yeah. And that song goes on everything. I loved about the Isley brothers. They fought for their role. They had, they got, they had their royalties and they fought for their money. You're not going to be using our music and not paying. I don't care, I don't care if you're the Beatles. You're not paying me my money because you're using my song and I own the right. Good for them. Because a lot of songs, people, I don't think people realize they made. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, like, Shout is played in almost, first of all, it's played in the commercials, period. And we know white folks love them some Shout. Thank you. And then it's played in like all the little get together movies, you know, like at some point or another in the background or something. It was played in a lot of 90s movies. So. You know, good for them. Kudos to them for making sure they get their coin. Because uh, as we see, somebody needs a lot of skincare products because he on top of it. Go yeah, ahead. Look, and look, and you also know they get money from Shout, and you know they get money from It's Your Thing. Mm-hmm. Do what you want to do. do. And we all know the Earth went in fire. You know, we know Earth went in fire getting their money. Uh, I don't know. How you go to a wedding? Especially if you're black and you got like an old school family members. Or a barbecue, a cookout. And I play September. Yeah. Do you really? <laughs> like, <laughs> as soon as you come on. <laughs> and you like. <laughs> and you know, Boogie Wonderland. Oh. Boogie, Boogie. So look, let me tell y'all something. Who won? Who won the battle? Me. I won the battle. That's who won the battle. It was me who won the battle. I won the battle because I was able to see two legends that, let me tell you something, them tickets would have been high to see some Earth, Wind, and Fire and some Isley Brothers on stage live because they, like I said, they still got the vocal abilities. They can still harmonize. That's our old school generation. They they can do that. They they can still harmonize and everything. Like, they ain't missed the beat. Like, they wasn't at home just walking around. They, like, still jamming, yep. chilling. And like I said, the thing I love about when I talk about the older generations, like Isley Brothers, Earth, Wind, and Fire, when I talk about Patti LaBelle, Gladys Knight, I can you know, see them and say, hello, how are you? Shake their hand and they will be willing and they will be like, oh, you know, thank you so much. But I feel like sometimes these newer artists, they have the attitudes, but they don't have the talent to match it. And it's like- Wait, it's not an attitude, it's arrogance. Yeah. They got the <laughs> arrogance. Seriously, because some like, of them be hella arrogant. It'd be like, you can't do nothing without auto-tune. So yeah. sit down. It's like, until you can give me Twist and Shout, until you can give me Boogie Wonderland, until you can give me something like September, until you can give me something like, you know, uh, uh he's leaving on a good, until you can give me, oh. until you can give me, you know, uh, when you can sing a song and have your wings flying and flapping all over the place like old Miss Patty, you don't need to talk to me. You like you need to humble yourself. Humble yourself. Because I feel like a lot I mean, of them- I think it's also because you gotta realize when they were coming up, and I don't mean this next statement in any derogatory, but it's the truth. When they were coming up, 
they were just black singers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and they didn't have, well, they had rightfully earned it. They didn't have like that success that like a lot of these new rappers and hip hop artists have because of the time. You know, like it was like, oh, that's a colored singer. You know what I mean? Like they were fighting to be acknowledged and be allowed to play certain places. Mm-hmm. And they so, had a love for it. They had a pure right. love. Like right. a pure, these so are people it who was grew a up- genuine difference in the gener- obviously in the generations, but it was a difference in how they treat, well, I'm not saying the industry treats them any worse or any better now, but still they had to be 5,000 times better you know, like honestly, in my mind, when I say that statement, they had to be five thousand times better. I I automatically think of Beyonce. You know, like Beyonce used to run miles and sing because she was like, I do so much moving on the stage, I gotta make sure I'm not out of breath. You know, but like now she's earned that arrogance. And me walked past and was like, and she be minding her business, so I don't understand why you're right. saying because if if Beyonce, if Beyonce, because y'all be talking about some all oh, the paparazzi be getting on my nerves, I can't stand. I'm like, how Beyonce able to live her life? I mean, Rihanna lived her life. I'm confused because some of y'all must be calling the paparazzi because Beyonce is literally the big right. finger out right now. I right. wouldn't even say uh, her, uh, Rihanna, Lady Gaga. I don't really see them up in the tabloids like that. Mine, they been, they the best type of celebrity. They just be in there and they be living, living their life. Right. Minding their business, drinking their tea. They be, <laughs> I appreciate it. I watched an old school interview with Beyonce and she was like, I never want to be relevant just for people to be in my business. She was like, I always want people to admire and acknowledge me for the effort I put in, for my voice, you know? She was like, so yeah, I've, I've practiced my vocals. So this is when she was like young in her career. But we know now she has earned that title, mm-hmm. you know, like, vocals have significantly grown and changed and she didn't prove it she ain't got nothing else to prove now yeah now I, I will say if for whatever reason somebody in beyonce's camp is listening can i just get one one more tour i just need well, you know, one she, more tour you know she's gonna go on tour but you know of course you know after after the ronas and all that and i love right you. but i'm saying it needs to be one more tour that i can afford <laughs> okay <laughs> I, I can't, like, I can't, I can't give you my rent. You better you know, tell her to come to it. Essence then one more time at Essence. Oh, I could never see her doing that again. I, I, I could see her doing it. She did Coachella. I just she feel like that's like Essence too again. much. Like, she did Coachella. Yeah, but Coachella has more like of a name. Uh, Girl, let's not do that to the black people now. Essence Festival is big. No, don't get me wrong. Essence is my shit. Now, I go to Essence and cut up. You know we go to Essence and just obviously walk around and photo bomb. Let's not do that because Essence is, is big. That's that's the biggest tour. That's to me the biggest. biggest it is the well. Is for, it the actual biggest for black? I'm talking about for black entertainers to get their time to shine. But that's what I'm saying. Like she's so big now that it wouldn't make sense for them to put her on Essence because Essence is for like no, it's not record. for big artists. Like. Beyonce being artist? Yeah. I feel like Beyonce being artist can go to Essence. Of course, yes. Of, of, of course. Coachella is actually the uh the concert that's not meant for big artists at all. Coachella was always meant for independent artists to get their time to shine. That's what I Coachella mean, I feel the same way for. about So if Coachella she can go to Coachella, she can definitely go back to, to Essence. Yes, I would love to see Beyonce back at Essence. I think I'm still not paying like $1,200. I didn't pay it for Coachella and I'm not paying it for, uh you know, come on now. That's my, that's my rent. Come on now, y'all. That's my house note. 
can can we be respectful, please? That's all I'm saying. Just just something I can afford. Like let's do like a three hundred dollar ticket. Well, I, I, Beyonce tickets are three hundred. No, when she was when she was in Houston, those tickets were not. Yeah, they were. What were you paying? No, see, you got to stop. You have to be there when they open. When they open the tickets, you can't get no, the no, resale tickets. You you getting resale? You no, but I also wanted like the front row. Oh, yeah, yeah. You going to the front row? That's what I wanted. But I don't need to see Beyonce from the front row. Because that's not even the best seats in the house, to be honest. If you really want to see the tour, I know that from from being in theater. You see, you see people who don't know. I don't even want to be on the front row. I don't even want to be there because the I just want to be in the VIP room. section, not the front row. The VIP, VIP section is standing. I don't want to be there. And I don't want to see nobody standing in front of my way. I want to be a little bit elevated so that I can see everything. I don't. I, I, I just don't want no, no no. I don't need to have no no celebrity droplets on me. But you know you can I, always see those I, you know, I if you would uh, just volunteer to uh be security. I'm not gonna do that. Volunteer to be security, you could go see the, see the place for free. I mean, I got some people I can call and be like, "You need to be security. Now, you need to make sure." You're yeah, I remember they used to do that in Mississippi. And I used to Jackson. I used to. <laughs> I knew people who was volunteer. Hallelujah Look, for the hookups, Lord. That's how I got. Right, that's how I got in essence because. Becky, Rebecca had a uh found a like an internship or whatever and she knew somebody because she did it the year before. And I did it that year, and that's how I got to see Beyonce for free, girl. Hey, now we used to get into Essence because of whatever connections that my family had down there. So we were getting into Essence and we used to have so much fun at Essence. I mean, and especially as an adult, oh, day drinking at Essence, yes. <laughs> Yes, but uh, I can't wait for COVID to be over. Yeah, like I need regular life. However, I will say this, y'all, and I, I I'm gonna go ahead and step out on a limb here, and y'all can say whatever. So just keep in mind, this is Kim and I's podcast. We allow you to listen. Oh wait, hold on, um, let that be rude to the fans now. No, in the actual Sam hell, y'all didn't took y'all once again in Texas. Because Texas seems to be the issue with the pandemic. Why did all of y'all go to the opening game of the Rangers? Why? Well, that was Why did y'all all pack in? Well, you know what? We're, we're so close to being somewhat allowed to be back outside for us regular people outside of Texas. And then here y'all come. Y'all had y'all's baby. Y'all were just acting like there's no pandemic. I don't understand. Like, it's an airborne virus. Hello? I think what it over. I want to say the Rangers have to seat about twenty five thousand, maybe more. I don't know. I don't know exactly how. Much. I know that game was fucking packed. It had to be I over like, twenty thousand though. People. Oh my god. It had to be over twenty thousand people. But yeah, it was I packed was from. Apparently, the rules were you have to have your mask on only if, uh, um, if. You can take it off only if you are eating or drinking. But I'm pretty Which is sure all since it's Texas, then people still took it off anyway. Because, of course, you know, I tell people this all the time. If y'all didn't know, Texas and specifically Atlanta, not Georgia, but Atlanta, all of Texas and Atlanta, they got the, um, the, the cure. COVID don't exist. I can't hear you. They got that foolishness. Look, 
I don't know what's going I thought, on. I was just annoyed. But it's it, it, it's it's sounding like and it's and it's feeling like stupidity to me. You know, it's always the states that's just doing stupid shit. Like they uh what Georgia and I'm actually surprised that Matt Kemp of Georgia still do they do they have a mask mandate or did he did or did he do just like a just like a. Uh, I don't think they had a math mandate. Now I could be wrong on that, but he I, opened I, up I the whole. Did he open up Georgia just like oh, uh, what's his name, Abby did here? Girl, they, I said what I said because they already doing the whole voter suppression, and you know, of right. course, and Abbott already made his statement on that. Yeah, and Georgia is getting mad, and then my whole thing is, do you think Abbott? Do you honestly think if y'all don't know? Uh, Georgia put a huge voter suppression bill there, like even making it to the point if I give you a water while you're in line trying to vote, it's illegal. Like I could go to jail for that. And um, I want to say Delta Airlines like yeah. wrote a letter and was like, we don't understand with this, we don't agree with this. Uh, the MLB pulled what their all-star game yeah, but the MLB is actually catching a lot of flack for that. That was all over the news today. They were like, "Who?" Well, it's the uh, Republicans, so they don't. I don't really give a shit, but, right? <laughs> because even the players were like, is. "This is out of control." So there, so they moved it to Colorado, and also Coca Cola. Uh, they moved funding from like something that they did, and then who? Like now they're trying to tax. Delta Airlines and Georgia because of this and all this stuff because they come out against it and um, basically what Greg Abbott was asked to do if he wanted to throw the opening pitch for the Rangers right. and he was like I decline because the MLB moved their um, uh, game to Colorado and I don't appreciate that and it's like well oh and they were just like okay fine like Right. We were just doing you a solid. All right, because we don't really like you anyway. I mean, let, let's be clear. <laughs> Sir, you've been hella reckless um, <laughs> this pandemic. So, uh, sir, I we just, were just trying to make you feel welcome to the cookout again. I would have just flown in Mattress Mac. Oh, I do like him. It would have just been like, okay, Mattress Mac. Come get that little old man be everywhere in Texas. Like, no bullshit. He do be everywhere. Somebody would have said, okay, Mattress Mac, let's get you on in. I'm not going to lie. Now, and I will say this. What haven't you seen during this pandemic? Because I haven't seen Mattress Mac on nothing yes, since yes, the pandemic started. But Mattress Mac, I haven't seen Oh, him. yeah, he's been on TV talking about something. Mattress Mac, come in and blah, 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 blah. Uh, Mattress Mac. During the pandemic? Yeah, but girl, Mattress Mac is getting old. Duh. When I saw Mattress Mac, I was on because you know when you when you're younger, you have like you know how Mattress Mac look. So girl, I was shocked when I saw how uh old Mattress Mac is looking now. I said, Mattress Mac, somebody, grandpa. Mattress Mac, look at Mattress Mac, been somebody's grandpa. I know, but girl, he looked old. Now I said, Mattress Mac, like it's just crazy because you when I you know when you see him, you literally have seen Mattress Mac your whole life. To mattress Mac, so do you have money? But he's only 70. That's the crazy thing. He's only 70. Well, I'm not even trying to be funny, but I do know at uh, mattress Mac, you know, was an addict. 
and oh, covered. Okay. And you know, that's how okay. he gained, you know, Mattress Mac and all that stuff. Yeah, he helps uh he 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 actually is very involved in like helping people with recoveries and stuff like that. Like Oh, see, I didn't know that part. Yeah. I knew I just knew he was old. I remember like watching him, like he's like, you know, like the mattress grandpa, honestly. Yeah, like he's very um good at um at charity. Like he's really good, especially like you know because he's been on the streets and all that stuff, and so he's really good with that. Uh, right, because he's constantly giving. Like in mm -hmm. Texas, like every time there's a hurricane or a storm or something, he's always giving. Like always. Let those people sleep on the beds in there. But I wonder if he changed those mattresses out. I always wondered that. Did when those people were sleeping on them beds when the the hurricane came, I said, I wonder if he changed those. Or did somebody buy it? Or maybe he was just like, you know what, y'all go ahead and have all these mattresses. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he did. That's just me. I'm going to believe he did such things. But you know what else is foolishness? Let me tell you. To me, it's like... It's like the GOP. The governor's states that are ran by GOP is doing everything they can to be absolutely hated. So we have the foolishness in Georgia and Texas with the voter suppression. And now Arkansas has come and showed their clown face and said that um, has become the first state to ban health care for trans youth. It's uh, HB 1570 was just passed. Um, it was passed last week or the week before. And um, through both chambers in the Arkansas legislator uh, banning trans youth from accessing health care and health insurance coverage that they deserve. Now, explain. So if you break your elbow, go in, see the doctor. What happened if I just and, and I'm and I now consider myself to be a boy. And I said and you were born a girl. But I was born a girl. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, okay. I cannot, they have the right to refuse to fix my broken elbow. I don't understand. But how does that work? Because how do you know? I'm just trying to figure out why is that relevant? Like, I'm, I'm, and I'm not trying to be that person. No, seriously. Like, why, why is that relevant? Am I not human? Do I not bleed when you cut me? Like, you know, if you kick me, will I not feel pain? Like, what does my sexual preference or how I would like to be identified as matter for my fucking healthcare. Like, seriously, it's not what your is business. going on? It's not your business. It's not your business. Now, I understand if you were, which they do do, and I'm, you know, that make this makes sense. I, you know, if you're giving blood and they're like, you know, have you been tested for HIV or, you know, that makes sense. But they ask everybody because. That. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's an everybody thing. But if I go in to get health care, they're not going to deny me, but they shouldn't ask me what, you know, were, were you ever a man? You know, how do you identify? Why is that? I just don't understand how that's pertinent to anything. Like, so you mean to tell me there's going to be thousands upon thousands of people who will now not be able to get the care that they rightfully deserve because one, they're citizens. And two, their parents work. And that's what the law is supposed to provide is health care until you're 25. Yes. And, you know, my whole thing is, that, what happens if I come in and I'm just a tomboy? 
and I break my elbow. Are you now going to assume or, 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 you know, we let's break down a word assume. I was always told when you assume you make an ass out of me and you. So now you have assumed that I am a transgender. So you're not going to help me on what's, what's, how are you going to know? Are you going to ask people are they transgender? Are you going to look at the paper? Like, come on. Well, that was my next question. Are, are medical professionals really going to abide by this foolishness? Like, cause they take an oath to, to serve you know, and to provide health care to anybody. Like, they, you know, that's in their oath. So you have to, you have to take care of them if they're coming to you. So how do they feel about this? Like, I would love to get opinions from them and see, because that really, it's hurtful too. Like, to say that we are in the United States of America, it's 2021, we, as a country, sometimes surprise me with how narrow-minded we still are it's like we have not improved one bit and to just even insinuate that because you're transgender and you belong to that community you don't deserve treatment mm-hmm. is disgusting it's, 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 like there, there's no other way to put it this it's is the, the thought of it just leaves us foul t- taste in my mouth like it just it just makes me cringe because if somebody is bleeding out you know are you seriously like I'm, to deny I mean, them come like help because they're transgender like it just makes me cringe to think that we're literally living in a time and it's 2021 it's not like bc ac you know G- it it is 2021 and we are literally telling people, you know, oh, you being transgender is, you know, it's wrong. You living your truth. I'm you wondering what's the breakdown. We're going to have to find that out for you guys because I did not do that research. I want to know what the breakdown is in Arkansas as far as, well, I don't even know if they would have a real poll for that. But like, what is their, what is their LGBTQ community look like? I don't know. I mean, is it because if it's a big community, that's even more disturbing. I don't know, but if I was—I mean, it'd be disturbing if it was just one person living in Arkansas. To be honest, you, if I was LGBTQ and I was actively like wanted to be involved in being LGBTQ, I personally would live in down south if I wanted to still be LGBTQ. To me, Houston because they have a nice community, and of course ATL because everybody knows ATL LGBTQ community is you know. Pretty boy. Right. Well, I didn't even think of Houston. Huh? I didn't even think of Houston. I yeah, just they have a nice little. I know they have a nice little like LGBTQ community because I've been to the. I have been several times. To oh, well, Pride, Pride Parade. Yeah, I've had sweat. Well, you've been. You've been with me when I. That Pride Parade was amazing. You've been like, with me because you know I, I goes to Pride. <laughs> I just love the the the, the people. I think I said it before when we talked about Pride, but I will say it again. I have never been more impressed with HPD as I was at Pride because I don't know if Kim remembers, but we went and there was literally like, I think two guys going out of their way to like try to make us feel uncomfortable and like harassing the people we were with and like, you know, Mm -hmm. doing their normal like hate slander and stuff. And the police were like, look, you have to leave. He was like, this is not okay. This is their parade. 
this is their time. You need to leave or we will arrest you. Like there was literally no ands, ifs, or buts about it. He was like, if we see you again, we're going to cuff you and we're going to take you downtown. And I was like, right on. Like this is where they feel they get to have their thing rightfully so and be comfortable Mm -hmm. like they were fabulous i mean laid to the gods like they first of all one guy was walking around in heels i could only pray to ever walk around them that that's first (laughs) i I don't know how his feet did it i was amazed because i would have been barefoot or just like sitting on the curb looking cute oh dude was popping splits and i was like yes queen work yes now one thing i don't like is where they changed it because uh, pride. I want to say, what did it used to be on on Montrose, and they changed it to that little. I, I didn't like to know. I don't like the new location. It's like deep downtown. Yeah, downtown. I don't really like the new location. I, I honestly actually like Montrose because I told you my friend. He used to. We used to get there. He set up a table, baby. He was. We used to. He used to have his shot. Oh, and we had snacks. He, he used to be. I mean, we used to stay. Come. I used to go with them the day before. Help them set up. Help them make their Jello shots and all that. Yes. I love me some pride, baby, but um, I just want to let y'all know that the foolishness is not just here in America. I know y'all think, oh man, what y'all doing over there in America? Y'all doing some stuff. Oh no, baby, we coming for you, France. France, I don't know if you know this. If you have, uh, and if I pronounce it wrong, forgive me, but it's how it's pronounced it. Uh, France has banned uh, the uh, hijab. The hi- is it hijab or hijab? Hijab, yeah, hijab. The you know, if people who don't know what that is, that's the covering that Muslim women wear. A head covering. The head yeah. coverings that Muslim uh, women wear. They have banned that. Now, just to give y'all a um, rundown of things they have banned in France leading up to this, France has banned full body swimwear. Now, as we know, uh, Muslim women do not show their body. They, you know, right. They cover. They cover and they have that right. So now they they have um, previously banned full body swimwear, um, and then they also banned hala a uh, hala slaughter of poultry. Well, I don't know. I don't know what is yeah. Why why you why you banning people playing over their meats? And now the women. I mean, I'm seriously. What's wrong with me? Before I cut my meats, doing my you know prayer. How do you even know I'm doing that? Why are you in my business? What are you doing? Recording? Do you have a recording device in here? I don't know. And then now they're banning the hijab. To me, that's too much. The government is involved in too much. That that because the hijab, they cannot leave their house without. You know, like they can't be in public without that. Um, yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, how is that offending anyone? And then in general, if people, you know, men and or women choose to cover up their body. At a beach, who are you to say yep. they have to wear like a scandalous two piece or one piece? Like some of y'all need to be covering up. Y'all mm-hmm. got rolls, they got rolls, they got five rolls. And then they said a, a recently a public funded retirement home. I'm gonna repeat that again. A public funded retirement home and France told a nun she needed to stop wearing her religious clothing to be admitted. Oh, she couldn't wear her habit or anything. Or, uh, I'm a nun. That is kind of weird. Because I'm not being funny. Now, someone can correct me, but I went to a Catholic school. They do not have any other clothing besides 
once they choose that. No, seriously. They have to put something on underneath that. They do, but they don't have like jeans and stuff. Well, that's what we were always told. Because we have to wear underneath that. You don't ask a nun what she wears. No, what I'm saying, don't they? No, I'm saying, don't they wear? You don't think they just wearing bra panties? You think they wearing clothes and then they? I mean, like, I'm sure they're wearing something, but they're not wearing something that they would feel comfortable like going into like public with because they've taken a vow, you know. Yeah. Their vows and stuff will once you get that far because our nun that was at my school. She was like, you know, they provide us with like small clothes, like leisure clothes, I guess you would call them. Yeah, that we could like walk around and everything. But she was like, for the most part, we spend our time in, you know, these these garbs and they provide them for us. Like, you know, we make them most of the time. You know, that's what we were told. But they could be, but, As, but they could you know, because what I heard, and I don't know if this is true now. This is what I heard, though. I heard that a lot of women in those, you know, a lot of Middle Eastern Islam countries, um, they who, you know, have to wear the full body, you know, hijab, they, they, they cover themselves fully. I heard underneath they be dressing. Well, I know. Like I underneath they be yeah. down. I had a friend who she um, obviously was Muslim. Granted, she went to a Catholic school. We always used to question her on that. But um, education. Was she... Good. Well, they, she said the education, and she was like, my dad tried to pick a place where he knew I'd be safe, like oh. where like I wouldn't get bullied oh, and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, that, that time, time. Oh, I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, exactly. So, you know, she ended up in a Catholic school, and it was crazy because, like, one day we had a retreat. And, you know, at the retreats, we all had our own separate rooms. But before we'd go to sleep, like, right after we had mass and stuff, and we prayed, Obviously, you pray in mass, but we still had to say the rosary after mass anyway. But we go to our rooms, and she had, like, her hijab off. Like, she just looked, I'm going to say, like, a, in her regular setting, you know, without, like, her, like, skin completely covered and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, are we allowed to see you like that? Yeah, I'm like, are you allowed know. to see her like that? So she said it was okay. You know, she was like, now, like, if my uncle and stuff comes over, like, if he was to come over or, like, other men would be around then that's when it's not okay. But she said each family, you know, like while it says you have to always cover, she said in your house, it depends how strict you are. She was like, my dad doesn't require that we cover ourselves all the time in the house. Yeah, you're allowed to wear down too? Yeah, she did. Oh. But like, it was just women, you know, because we were at a retreat. So it was women on our side and, and the boys were on the other side. But she was saying in general, like, you know, if I'm at home with my dad, that's how we live. But if, you know, my uncle comes over or something, I have to cover up. Mm. But she said it, each household is different. Like, you know, she was like, because she had a younger sister. She was saying the younger girl doesn't have to wear one yet because I guess she hadn't gotten old enough yet. So, you know, oh. she doesn't have to. But I'm assuming how she said each house is different. The rules, you know, I, I guess the extremeness is different. I'll put it that way. But I mean, like, I mean, they'd be dressing down. De- de- her clothes underneath were fabulous. Like, she had pretty bangles and, I mean, gorgeous. 
gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, but even <laughs> like her hijab, like, the hijabs are not cheap. I don't think people understand like that. I, you know, right? Some of them be real silken, and they be you know the finest of the chiffons and and all of that. So I don't know why people be thinking that, and I don't understand the the Muslim hate. It's just like um. Was that like a like a few years back? And I am gonna call her back up. Remember, uh, just hilarious. And remember when she said she went on that plane and she was like, "Oh my God, there's a Muslim on the plane." Oh, and then she said oh, other people yeah. didn't feel comfortable, so they stopped and they and they got him off the plane and they had to like get the plane and all this stuff. Am I right? Thinking, how about we like? Was he? Was he? Okay, so what? I felt like that was super inappropriate though like, like we let we let white and i'm not i'm just being honest we let white men come on the plane and we know that they a lot, a lot of, i mean I'm, I'm looking at mask shootings i mean right. if i see a white man with a trench coat coming on board the plane am i supposed to be like oh please tell that white man with that trench coat to take it off <laughs> right i mean like seriously though because like you cannot and I say this with everyone. I just had a conversation with somebody a while ago about this. You cannot generalize everybody. Like, what happened in 9-11, let's be very clear, was horrific. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I, you know, I know people who lost people. Everyone knows someone who was affected to this day by 9-11. That is how widespread and rippling effect 9-11 had. But does that mean that every Muslim or anyone who practices that faith or, you know, comes from that region is a terrorist? I don't believe that. So I'm going to personally say for me, no, I don't. Like, and do I think you should be, you know, when they get on airplanes, do I think you should point them out and make them feel uncomfortable? No, I absolutely don't. Like, I think that's crazy. Like, that's just like if someone, you know, points at me because I had a bag of Skittles in my hand. Like, you can't group everyone together. This is how these, like, this is exactly what we're going through in the Asian, the Asian community. You can't, you just can't do that. Like, well, it's not right. And you can't group people together. So we've got to be careful as human beings about doing that. And we, we as Americans need to learn that because we throw around the word traitor and terrorists real mm-hmm. loosey-goosey when it comes to minorities, right? Mm-hmm. So like, if, if you think there's a shooting, you know, you're like, oh my God, was it a terrorist shooting? Then you find out it was a white boy and you're like, Oh, he was mentally disturbed. No, keep that same energy. Now. He was a fucking terrorist. That is what he was. Like, just because he is pale of skin does not reduce what he has done. So, you know, I, that was my little spiel. Because I'm tired. I'm tired of having that conversation with people. I'm tired of hearing about it. Well, you know, it's because minorities uh, and, and, you know, all Middle Easterners or, you know, all Chinese people. And y'all just spit out, you know, insert racial slur here. Um, and I'm like, no, that's not true. Because if that's the case, y'all are always going to see Middle Eastern people as terrorists. Anyone who believes in the Quran, you're going to see, you know what I mean? Like, you're just putting bad, bad mm-hmm. things. But, uh, the bad vibes. Right. Like, you're just, it's misplaced information. And it's not true. Because if that's the case, and I tell Black people this, especially all the time. Yes, there are black, bad Black people. But there are also bad cops. You know, there are also bad Hispanics. There are also, you know, bad Native Americans. You know, we can go through every everybody and pick and say, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's not one way or another. There's like bad white people, you know, like, come on. But if everyone's putting everyone in the same pot and we're all bad, 
then shit, we're never going to get anywhere. We're never going to be able to have educated conversations about how to make appropriate changes to make us all equalized. Because mm-hmm. we're not all equalized. We see that in the media play out. Period. Period. So, Pooh. Uh-huh. That's how I feel about it. Preacher so, B. You know. Preacher B. Let's just start. I mean, she starts doing this. Let's just start calling her Preacher B. Preacher B. Preaching. Well, preaching. Just I'm just saying. I'm, I, I hate it. I hate it. You know, I hate to see what the Asian community is going through. I hate to see, you know, watching a little piece of George Floyd's killer today. Murderer. Um, murderer. Right. Murderer. I'm, yes. Murderer. And I, it's just hard to, I don't know. It, it's hard to see. And even police officers, granted the ones around him didn't say anything soon enough. They all, you know, from what I'm seeing from the outside looking in that courtroom, like many of us are. They're saying that, you know, yeah, something didn't shake right. That's not how we train them. So either y'all actually believe that or y'all all got your story straight before y'all hit the stand. Well, it's I'm, one or the other. I'm going to say this uh, for the whole George Floyd trial situation. The reason why I haven't personally been talking about it is because for me, it is a little, well, it's, it's not a little, it is hard because we now know that it was over nine minutes that he had his knee on George Floyd's neck. We right. now know, you know, um, that the black boy in the corner store didn't even want to call the cops, but the store right. owner, and I'm still trying to figure out why the store is still up, but that's just me. Um, I did feel bad for him because he was like, if I never would have called, he would have still been like, you can cop. see, he didn't call it I would have never told the owner. And my whole thing is, why if why don't you have it is it's so many what ifs that led up to the situation. Like, why don't right. you have the pen that costs less than twenty dollars that you can literally mark and it and it and it tells you if a bill is real or not? Restaurants have the pen. Every restaurant that I've worked at had the pen, and I worked at I've been in the service industry for ten years. So explain to me why you don't. They have a um they have a a laser. Well, they've got like a yeah. Tell you, uh, if a bill is fake, we've we had lasers. We've had the pen. We had everything imaginable that if you felt a bill was fake, you could easily mark it. You can either laser it, and you can see a certain line. So I don't understand why the store owner didn't have his stuff together. I don't understand why you was on somebody's neck for nine minutes. I don't know why you was saying you felt threatened by the civilians. If you felt threatened, you would have took your knee off his neck. So to me, right. I don't want to get, want to why and I, it's hard to because you are I'm in and out of the trial. Put it like that because I don't want to hear that because it's to me I've heard the story again and also while the while the the prosecutor is is actually really doing a good job. You know this is this is this is the prosecution we should have had for Trayvon Martin instead of his raggedy you know thrown together. Uh, uh, trial but the thing is we can still have all this we can still have all of this and then get the he only gonna get four years in prison he only gonna get six years so to me i don't have time for my mental to be impacted in this way so that's why i that's why i've been kind of silent about it well, I haven't watched. Today was the first day I watched it. And honestly, after I heard like the first 
five minutes, I was honestly unimpressed. Um, and then I heard one of the jurors fell asleep. So, oh, are you serious? Yeah, that yeah. I, that I would. Mom texted me and she was like, "Did you hear that one of the jurors in the trial fell asleep?" I was like, "That's terrible. Somebody's life that 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 was lost, and you're falling asleep." I mean, I, I, you know, my first question. So. I was upset. I was like, well, okay, I'm done watching this. I'm done participating in this. Yeah, so and then I haven't watched it since. So I'm just waiting to see what, you know, the conviction is that they give them. Not being funny, but being very serious on this. I hope they remember what it was like when he was murdered. Uh-huh. Because if you think that he's gonna walk away with some, like, bs sentence and not be held accountable and we the people are going to just take it lying down Mm -hmm. that is a negative (laughs) i think that was proven this summer and i think that we all know it is in the best interest that he be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law yeah that's honestly like what i don't understand is like now you saw and i know that y'all put these these little barricades up but y'all had the barricades up y'all had the barricades up last year y'all had the barricades up last year so you so maybe y'all need to take a little <laughs> talking with the with the with the and start and if you got the hand out some of that cash to get the to get the right verdict hand out some of that cash do what you got to do but I'm just right. telling y'all. I, I mean, he's got kids, so his family should easily already have been compensated. My whole thing is, if you if you if you if you settle on the settlement, then it should be easy to you know the verdict. Because my whole thing is, you gave the family a settlement. You you didn't give the family a settlement because the sky was blue. You gave the family a settlement because you were in the wrong. So that's all I gotta say. That the taxpayers pay for it. Every time they do a settlement, just want to let y'all know, y'all taxpayers pay for Floyd's, uh, George Floyd death. Well, the people of, of, of Minneapolis. Was it, was it Minneapolis or was it Minnesota? I know they kind of like share. Was it? Where was it? was Minneapolis. Minneapolis. It was Minneapolis, right? Well, now you're gonna make me double check, but I swore it was Minneapolis. Cause you know, I know, isn't it like Minneapolis, Minnesota, and then isn't it like I forgot what it is, but I know they kind of share. But like I said, the citizens should not have to pay. The citizens should should sue. Uh, yeah, Minneapolis. Yeah, okay. The citizens, yeah. the citizens should sue the man too, and say we don't want to pay. We shouldn't have to pay for this. Right, it needs to come. Well, that's not going to happen, but yeah. So I'm just going to, that's all I'm going to say. But I want to say thank you all. I love y'all. And let's just pray. Let's just pray. Let's pray. Let's pray for the best of the trial. And let's pray that justice is finally served. Also, um, Sunday, it is going to be a documentary on CNN. It's going to be, uh, oh gosh, I can't think of the lady's name. Um, but she basically, her son was killed by the Ku Klux Klan and she sued them. She sued them and she won. And they're going to break it down of everything that happened. And they're going to see how, how they're going to say how she won against the Ku Klux Klan. And it airs on Sunday on CNN. 
they're going to do it. I know they did um, Abraham Lincoln, and I didn't want to watch that, but from what I hear, they were the chosen Abraham. They were showing like the full. Well, we knew he wasn't a saint. Well, we knew he wasn't a saint, but they went all in. Like, they didn't paint that picture of like, you know how some people like to have selected memory when it comes to Abraham Lincoln. But they put all the little juices on the table. So I heard that was good too. So I know that this documentary, and I really want to see this because apparently I'm not going to say how the Ku Klux Klan, mm, but they they did something. Well, don't ruin it for people who want to watch it. But no, I'm saying, like, it's a good documentary. I'm, I personally want to watch it. I can't, I'm, 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 I'm recording, I'm going to play, but I'm going to be recording it. It comes on on Sunday, and it's going to be again on CNN. Watch it, recode it. Everybody got a recorded television now. Come on now. 2021. Okay, I guess about the most things around. I'm going to keep going. Um planning on it can't make any promises y'all as usual we appreciate y'all if you're not listening to us on unapologetic radio monday tune in catch up we love and appreciate all the support if you want to continue to reach out to us you know where to find us facebook instagram twitter real times zkb if you want to keep emailing us we are real times zkb at gmail.com we love y'all we will talk to y'all next week have a great weekend. Be safe. Peace. Peace and a bottle hip grease. A chicken grease. Anyway, it's both. <laughs>